that girl. It's us. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Drinks After Work with your hosts, Shannon and Gail. I'm Gail. And I'm Shannon. Thanks for being here. Thank you so much. I would just like to take a moment of silence for all of us that did not win the $1.9 billion Powerball jackpot. Yeah. We still have to make a living. (sighs) So we were debating this at work, right? And I was like, I don't know. It's tough. It's a tough gamble with the Powerball. I mean. Like you win that much money. I just think there has to be a level of like preparation that has to go behind it. But when you buy a Powerball ticket. It's a harmless you're purchase. Not, you're like, oh, you I'm, I'm just, I'm buying, oh, ha, ha, like I'm buying a Powerball ticket. And then all of a sudden it's you and your whole life changes and people are asking you for money and things go crazy. Like, I just feel like the level of preparation you need to have to be able to handle that much money. And everyone's always like, you're crazy. Like, I'd take that much money. I'm like, I don't think you understand. Like how many people who win the Powerball go bankrupt? Yes. It is so intense. I feel like people don't realize how intense it is. I know. I don't worry. TikTok prepared me in the event that I did win, even though I didn't purchase a ticket. Oh. Um, you know, you get one of those lock boxes at the bank. You call your lawyer. You don't sign it. And they said to prepare to spend you don't sign what the the ticket. You don't because you want to claim it anonymously. You don't want to claim it like as yourself. Yeah, that's another thing. I always said I would want to be anonymous. Yeah. Like I wouldn't want people to know I had that much money. That's a right. really dangerous spot to be in. But they said to, um, I don't know how I feel about this number, but they said to prepare to designate 20% of your winnings to family and friends. Yeah. Like you're going to spend that much. But like I think that's like probably accurate. I mean- it probably comes from a place like that's what I would want to do. Right. Like you'd want to obviously give like your money to your loved ones, whether that be like right. a mom, a dad, a grandmother, aunt, uncle, like, whoever it is that did a lot of stuff for you. You want to do a lot for them. Significant other in-laws, siblings. Like I would want to pay off everyone's student loans, all yeah. their mortgages. Like, but that's so the issue. Like do. you don't want to get to a point where like people expect Like, I think that's when it gets weird. It's like when people like crawl into your life that like haven't talked to you in years and they're like asking you for money or they're like, I think like where it gets like toxic is like my, you know, some friend from high school that you don't talk to is like my like, you know, friend is really sick and their treatments are expensive. And now like you feel guilty Guilty, and you're being guilted all the time. And they're like, well, you have the money. Like why? Like you didn't earn this money. You won this money. So you should be paying for my stuff. Like it gets to this really weird spot where, whereas I feel like if you're a multimillionaire or a billionaire because you earn that much money, I'm sure people are still going to reach out to you, but there's this element of like, all right, you you worked worked for for this. So I think it's just like the stigma is different. Well, they know that you know that they know that you have that much money. Yeah. So it's like, well, what do you say? No, like, okay. You can't just be like, no, I don't feel like it. Cause they're like, oh really? Like you can't give me 10 grand. Like, what is that to you? Right. But if everyone asks for that, then eventually it does become something. It does. So I would do it anonymous. I'd probably only tell my close friends. I don't think I'd want the average person to know how much money I had. And then yeah. I'd want to invest it. I'd want to buy a house in New York city, play some Boston, Where get else? a nice car. I like, wouldn't want to go too crazy. Like I want to do that and then I want to put the rest away. I want to give money to my church, my family, my friends, put the rest away. Would you buy me a boat? Like what type of boat? Like a, like, like a, a yacht, like a, no. like a, like a, Wolf of Wall like a Viking. I don't know what a Viking is. 
my sister know where Viking is? Yeah, I bought you a Viking. Thank you. Glad we got that on video. Peter, never delete that. Just in case. It's a good thing we didn't win because we would have to change the podcast to like drinks after champagne all day. <laughs> Getting our nails done. Would you keep your job? God, no. No? No. I think I'd have to keep a job. I would, okay, I would keep myself busy with like a foundation or like, you know, Oh, drinks after foundation. Okay, so you'd start like a... Like a charity or something. Yeah, I'd probably do that too. I don't know. Well, like the, I've always wanted to start a charity, but like it takes a lot of work. So I'd probably have someone run the charity. I'd probably do something with like animals. Yeah, I think that's cool. It's weird because I'm not solely motivated by money. So it's like a weird spot to be in. Like <laughs> I like the thought of like climbing the corporate ladder. Like that excites me that... That is one of the reasons that I get out of bed breaded and bushy tailed in the morning. Not having that, I feel like would be demotivating. And so I don't know if I'd keep my current job. I like, I would want to do something. That's why you've had two promotions in your career and I've had zero. That is literally <laughs> not the point. But I just, I don't know. I think it's interesting. But then we wouldn't be able to like, I don't know. There's something about the classic average person struggle. Well, then is it like, okay, you have that much money. We go to Miami. Are you supposed to pay for the whole trip? Yeah. How does that work? You know, the amount of like famous athletes who like end up going um, bankrupt with like people who get signed and they like, I don't know, maybe they only like stay a year or two in like the NFL or whatever. Like so many of them go bankrupt because that's the expectation. They, they go on a trip with their boys. Like they pay for the whole thing. Yeah. It's crazy. It actually mm. makes me kind of sad. That's why I keep my circle small. Mm -hmm. Like our small little Denny party. <laughs> no. Dinner party. Like tried your hand at like a pretty good transition. And it just like. <laughs> I said dinner party in one. Dinny party. A dinny. <laughs> Is that Ew. a word? Oh, uh, you want to come over for dinny? I'm going to start saying that. I liked our dinner party. Um, our dinner party. That was like my first, I say dinner party, but it was literally just the four of us. So, yeah. But that was stressful for me. Stressful? Yeah. Wait, are you serious? Hosting? Yeah. You're such a hoster. Like you host all the time. I feel like I don't even notice I'm hosting. Like I didn't yeah, consider. Yeah, you don't. Not that I didn't consider what you guys did the other night hosting because it was, but I feel like it was so casual that like, okay, so for those of you that, like I got obviously to, to give some details. So we <laughs> no details here. <laughs> I know we're like, not even we're like, this is, I feel like on this podcast, we just talk to each other and we yeah. don't explain anything. No. So on Saturday, um, Michael and I were gonna have a chill day and like, whatever. We were just like walking around the city, hanging out. We were going to come home, like cook, go to bed early because I'd been traveling all week last week for business. And um, Abby and mystery man texted us being like, do you guys want to come over and like hang out for a little while or whatever? And all of a sudden it like kind of escalated into like, <laughs> we were like, well, we can come over and then we can go to the grocery store and we can get food and we can all cook dinner together. And like, we'd have wine and it like turned into this like dinner party. But it was like chill because we, we showed up, we all went go shopping together. And then Michael and mystery man actually ended up cooking dinner while mm -hmm. Gail and I kind of sat there drinking wine. It was great. It was quite we lovely. ended the night with cards. I didn't know that stressed you out though. In a good way though. Like okay. I liked it, but I, it was just my first time and it was so last minute. I had zero time to prepare. Right. I was like, oh my God. Like I, I don't even have, we didn't even eat salad, but I was like, I don't have salad spoons. So you find out people spoons. are coming over your house last minute. What's the first thing you do? Uh, clean the floor. Sweep. Sweep. Okay. Yeah. Sweep, Sweep is a good one. 
Sweep, always sweep. I, you can't be having dingy floors. No, that's a good point. I noticed that stuff. I think like, because people randomly drop into my apartment all the time, I always have to be thinking that. Like yeah. what, cause the apartment stays pretty clean. Like it's not like we have like dishes piled up or like laundry or anything crazy, but like your day-to-day life, like you're working remote or whatever, like it's not gonna be like, you know, okay. the general public ready at all times. Um, so I always think like, what is the first thing I do? I feel like I immediately go for the counters, like wipe them down. Oh yeah. Like, Cause you know, That's, just like your like yeah. little random crumbs and shit. Like that is my biggest pet peeve. That's the first thing Mr. Man did. So yeah. I feel like we tag teamed it really well. Yeah. It was a funny dynamic though, because I feel like we somehow ended up in a space where like we're going to the grocery store all together. The men are cooking and we're <laughs> kind of sitting there completely useless. And I really just didn't know I'd be at this point in my life where my boyfriend was a better cook than I am. <laughs> no, but actually, like not only are we like actually in our late 20s, like doing shit that like, adults do adult adults, adults adults <laughs> but like the roles are reversed and i'm here for it yeah like i don't like cooking i'm not gonna pretend that i like cooking like if i could be not the stay-at-home mom like i would totally be fine being the breadwinner there was an incident where you said you were gonna make pasta and you put water on in the pot and it just started boiling over and you like sat down for like 20 minutes and well, that's they were the like, thing. are you going to put the pasta in? And you were like, oh, I forget <laughs> that I'm cooking. Like Mr. Man's always like, Abby, like pay attention. Like he always has to remind me of things. I think it's like the ADHD in me or the ADD, whatever. Like I just like have a million things going on and like cooking is just like not my priority. Have you seen that TikTok about the girl that's like when I go to the airport with my boyfriend, my brain goes on vacation and you like, just let the man handle it all? So I travel a lot by myself and I have no problem like getting to the airport, getting from gate to gate, traveling to cities I've never been to completely by myself, getting a rental car, like driving around at midnight trying to find my hotel. Like I do all this stuff. I go visit with my clients. If I go on a trip with Michael, it's like my brain is on vacation <laughs> and I'm like in my head, I, I don't know where my idea is. I don't have a boarding pass. He like it's not that like I want to say I like rely on him to do all that because that's like kind of sad, but like I kind of but do. you trust him and like it's almost like comforting that like yeah. you can do that because you know that he's got it. And but he's I, got you. I also think he at this point doesn't expect anything <laughs> of me, so he like he has my boarding pass. So like, that's we go how up, you have to make we it. go up to the people and they're like, hey, like they're like, is she your daughter? Like he's like, hey, here's like the boarding pass for me and my like child, and they're like, what is going on here? And I'm like, I don't know if this is a normal dynamic or not, but it's funny because he sometimes says to me, he's like how do you, f he's like, how do you function? And I like, try to explain to him, I'm like, no, like I do, I can function like at work or on, in my personal life when I need to. But if I'm given the, like if I'm with my parents or with Michael or my sister, I feel like I act like, not like I act Useless. like a child, cause <laughs> I don't, but it's almost like they do all these things and they're like, does Shannon just like not know how to like regularly function as a human being? That is the sweet spot, honestly. <laughs> There are so many times when Mr. Man is like, I don't know how you've like made Survived. it this far in life. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, like there was a time when I was single and I cooked dinner for myself every single night. Right. Was it a, you know, five-star meal? Absolutely not. Was it usually like something frozen from Trader Joe's? Yeah. But like I still fed myself and I'm fully capable. But ever since day one, like he thought that I was this incapable, sweet little girl that like needs help with like everything. And that's how I want it. You know, what's like funny too, even like the little things, like 
there's a cabinet <laughs> in my kitchen that's they're all really, really high. Like I feel like my apartment was made for tall people. <laughs> and like I always open it and I'm like, oh, like I can't reach anything. And Michael's like, oh, it's okay, like I'll help you. And he'll like get like the pot down, which I really genuinely can't reach it. But he's like, what do you do when I'm not here? And in the back of my mind, I'm Climb. thinking of like the, the week before where I like, you know, did like parkour off of like the <laughs> Island table onto the counter, like oh, did like geez. a backflip, like grabbed it and like jumped down. But then when Michael's there, I'm like, oh, like I can't reach. I just think when like women, when we're put to like the test, we really can make ourselves do whatever. Like I'm thinking about times when I was single and I was like shoveling out like six feet of snow off of my car, like dripping in sweat, getting to the office. Like you do what you need to do. But then when you're in a relationship, like you kind of like forget that you can, that yes. you can be capable. It's not even like I'm pretending that I'm like, oh, like I, I'm pretending like I can't do these things. Like, I think in my head, I'm like, oh, like I can't reach. But like, it's because there's a part of me that knows I have help. Yes. When I don't have that, I'm like, it's me and only me. And like, I I don't know. Can I shovel? Yes. Do I want to? No. Like, Am I gonna <laughs> sit and watch? Absolutely. I know. It was As fun we though. should. It was nice. It made me happy. I feel like having nice, like... The vibe, I think we talk a lot about this right now. Like, I mean, I still love to go out. We're literally going to the Grand <laughs> this weekend. Or no, next weekend. Yeah. But like, I think having nights where it's like you hang out with some friends, you feel like a little dinner soiree, have a few glasses of wine, go home, wake up feeling amazing in the morning. We like baked cookies, wake, woke up feeling amazing in the morning. I love that for a weekend. Love for those that nights. is the Those are the nights I live for. I know. Electrifying. I loved it. I'm here for it. How was your Sunday without me? What did you do the rest of the weekend? I feel like I did nothing. I like keep, it's crazy to think how at this time of the year, like Thanksgiving's right around the corner, Christmas is right around the corner, like all these things are coming up. It's insane. I know. I'm honestly not looking forward to it. I feel like nothing good happens for Thanksgiving for me. Like let's flash back two oh. years ago, got fired from my job yeah we, we we and that was when we started this podcast okay so i will say one good thing has come from thanksgiving and that's starting our podcast around True. the same time but then i got fired the week of thanksgiving and then my roommate had covid so i was exposed couldn't go home for thanksgiving and then last year my nana dies on thanksgiving so now i'm like what the hell is gonna happen this year it's just not a great thanksgiving no and i feel you. like it's such a, like a time when like there's so much pressure to like be happy have, yeah be, be happy thankful. be thankful and like I am happy I am thankful in my day-to-day -day, but like obviously the holidays are like a tough time for some people and I if you're one of those people just know you're not alone yeah I feel like that doesn't get talked about enough yeah because everyone's like have a holly jug <laughs> and it's like it, it can be sad and lonely I, I was walking to the train station today and I saw a Christmas tree in someone's window really and I was like oh wow I mean, I didn't realize, so I'm a queen, like I am the like day after Thanksgiving, mm -hmm. you put all your decorations up person. I didn't realize how intense people are. Very like, intense. I thought the day after Thanksgiving was pushing it. Like some people don't do until like December, but like to see people who the day after Halloween, like they had just gotten out of their like 
little thigh high boots and they're like makeshift like sexy nurse costume rolled out of bed in the morning and they're like putting up their Christmas tree. I didn't know that was happening. I'm like all over TikTok. They're like, they're like, it's the most wonderful time of the year. And I'm like, yesterday was literally Halloween. You literally were at a kegger last night and you wake up in the morning and you put on your little like housewife skirt and you're like, all right, it's time to vlog. Like I'm going, I'm, I'm decorating my house. I'm going all out. I was very shocked by that. I haven't seen it that drastic ever. I know. I was honestly shocked to see it. Even though I'm like pro Christmas in November, I still was like, whoa. It was a lot. November 1st. It was like, boom, it's Christmas. The time, the time is now. Yeah. In other news, I'm trying my hand at under bottom mascara, which (laughs) is like kind of freaking me out. Do you wear bottom mascara? Only when I'm like going out, out. Okay. I can see it from here. It's very strange. I feel like I look like a different person. I stopped wearing it in college because I'd go to the bar and I'd start crying too much and it would like <laughs> smear it on my face. So I like went on a hiatus. I never started wearing it again. And then I liked it. And then it became trendy to not wear mascara. And part of me was like, did I start this trend? Even though I didn't know that I didn't start it. <laughs> I kind of like it on you. But now I'm like, I kind of feel like I want to go back because I feel like now people don't wear it. I feel like I want to do so what I something weird. Do when I wear it, I'll put it on and then I take my fingers and I smudge it. so that it's not the length it's just like the blackness like I just want my lashes to look darker not necessarily longer but darker because then I feel like it's gonna get all over like underneath yeah but you don't look like that no I know what you mean it's weird though like changes the way your face looks I like keep being well I feel like like it makes you look more awake confused really yeah that's strange I don't know hmm I'm here for it anyways drunk dates Yeah, let's start off with a sad one. Let's get it out of the way. Um, Aaron Carter died at the age of 34, which is so sad. Um, If you guys don't know his name off the top of your head, think I Want Candy. Yeah. What was that from? Was it Lizzie McGuire? Lizzie McGuire. But he also had like a whole like... Brand of his own. Like albums and like all this stuff but he was on i remember that specific episode from lizzie mcguire i know it's so sad um his the way he died was really tragic i feel like there's still like a lot of unknown surrounding like what exactly happened right but i feel like you don't hear about someone for like a long time and then this happens and it's like everyone comes together to like mourn someone because they were so influential in your life at one point it's a weird dynamic because you see all these people like come out of the woodworks after someone passes away. And I'm sure that there's normal emotions of like, well, where were you when this person was living? But then on the flip side, it's like, you're right. I feel like it stirs up emotions because you go through yeah. your life. And I think it's not that you mean to forget about people, but things get busy. And I think it can go for like, obviously celebrities, but even for like people like close friends and stuff you go through life and like time goes on and things get busy and you forget about things and then I feel like something like this happens and you kind of remember like even I think for me like I mean I wouldn't say I was like I never went to like a like I wouldn't say I was like an Aaron Carter fangirl but like I did like him and I liked his music and being young and kind of like close to the same age range like he's one of those people you grow up like knowing about and he's like a heartthrob and all that stuff and I know like obviously things like kind of progressed over the past few years with him. But I think seeing someone die that young, that like was so 
influential growing up. Like it does have those like moments where you take a step back and you're like, wow, like that's so, so sad, like so young. And it's just crazy. Like what, I don't know. I mean, I don't know enough about it to speak on it, I guess, but it's just crazy seeing these people that get famous so young and just like everything that happens to them as they grow up. It's just like really, really tragic. I know. I just watched the Selena Gomez documentary. Yeah. Um, When the boys had a boys night the other night, I like bought Apple TV just so I could watch this. Like I said, I would. And I was alone. I ordered sushi. I was like just having like a me night. And I was like, okay, let's do this. Literally within the first five minutes, I'm like sobbing. Really? Yeah, because I felt so bad for Selena. And I was like, these celebrities really do go through it. Wait, I haven't even seen it. Why was it so sad the first five minutes? Because like she was crying and like she was like basically like like apologizing to like her manager. Like, I'm sorry. Like, I'm so sorry. Like, do you regret signing me like over nothing? Like she just like has so much pressure on her and like is such like her worst critic. And it was just so sad to see like how much mentally it was wearing on her. Yeah. As much as I think we talk shit about celebrities a lot on here, I think we don't take a second to realize, like, especially when they get famous so young. Yeah. Like, especially then. I have a little less sympathy for people that are, like, older. But especially when people are, like, in their teenage years. The child stars. Yes, the child stars, all of them. Like, they went through so much. And it's the amount of pressure that's put on you to, like, I was even thinking this the other day, like, to stay relevant. Yeah. Like, even if you're Selena Gomez, which it's like, oh, like, or Taylor Swift, where you're like, wow, these people are just household names. They'll be famous forever. Like, I'm sure in their head, they're like, well, what happens if I don't, like, my album doesn't do well, if I'm not relevant anymore? Like, what's going to happen to me that that's the end of my career? Like, I feel like most of us can go through life where if I, um, unless I, like, do something horrible at my job, I'm probably not just going to, like, randomly get fired. Yeah. You know what I mean? But, like, I think or like it wouldn't be the end of my career. I could get a job somewhere else, even if I did get fired or like if I wanted to, I don't know. It's just like different. But if you're like a celebrity or you're a singer songwriter, yeah, like all of a sudden your music isn't doing well, like that's it for you. And I feel like that's just like that amount of pressure at such a young age really like messes with people growing up. I know. Which is so sad. Wow. Which is why it's impressive. Like honestly, when I see people like Taylor Swift or Ariana Grande or Selena Gomez, who are still doing what they're doing. I'm just like, damn, like, I don't understand how you're just still doing that. Cause I feel like I'd be like tapped out by now. Yeah. Well, freaking Taylor side note added a third night at Gillette to her tour. Um, she had two. we talked about it last week. She, so she's going to be here for three nights in a row now. Yeah. Wow. That's crazy. I know. So hopefully that means better chances for everyone to get a ticket. Um, I don't know if that changes, probably not the price. I feel like, I feel like the first show is always the best. You do? Yeah. I wonder, is it the first or the third? Like the final show? Or no, do you think by then it's like exhausting and it's like the same crowd and it's like the same? I don't, you're right. Maybe the first would be the best. I don't know. I think, I think people at this point, like imagine like you are trying to get a ticket and like you have to just like bop to the next night. And everyone's doing the same thing and it's like crap. Like you're just gonna take what you can get at that point. Oh yeah. Like Wait, when I feel are like, tickets on sale or did they just go on sale? I have no idea. I kinda wanna go. I feel like my game plan would to like not even try to get the first night and just go to the second. Because I feel like everyone's gonna try to like get the first night. That's a good point. Do you think it's gonna sell out that fast? Yeah. Really? I do. 
Yeah. That's crazy. I know. Stay tuned. I couldn't imagine like that many people wanting to like see me. (laughs) Well, get in your lucky girl syndrome era. Lucky girl syndrome. That'll be us one day. Yes. We are, for those of you that didn't listen last week, we are in our lucky girl era. I literally can't even say it because I hate saying (laughs) that, but it's true. We're talking about being lucky girls and we're going to start saying things and they're going to start happening. You might cringe. You might want to turn us off, but just know we're thinking long-term. We're thinking long-term. Just bear with us. Yeah. It's, it's for the good of everyone listening. Exactly. Um, okay. People's Magazine came out with their sexiest man alive for the year of 2022. I can't believe we're still doing this. I know. Imagine if we did, wait, did we do sexiest woman alive? We do, right? Or do we not? We do. Okay. Oh. Never mind. That's fine. Wait, who's the sexiest woman? I don't know. Sexiest woman alive. People's magazine. I didn't know that was a thing. It doesn't say. Hmm. But who won this year is Chris Evans. I had to Google who he was, obviously. Yeah. What was he in? He, I Googled it earlier. He's in like, uh, is, is it Marvel? Captain America. Is that Marvel? Yeah. Okay, I wasn't wrong. Um, okay. He is Captain America. Oh, okay. I don't, like, right? Isn't he? Yeah. Okay. I don't want to, um, is he ugly? No. Is he, um, the sexiest, the sexiest man, man alive? alive? I, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I just don't know. I don't know where these, you know, awards come from and yeah. who votes. Who decides Who's that? the committee? Who like, decides? Who is the Academy? Hmm. Who is People's Magazine? Are we who, the people? Who like is the final say of who is the sexiest man alive? I feel like they they had a good thing going with Michael B. Jordan. Yeah, back in he might be. I think he actually might be the sexiest man alive. And then and then they went to some Paul Rudd guy, and then I just feel like they lost all credibility. I like Paul Rudd. I think some Paul Rudd. Like guy. some Paul Rudd guy. Paul. You did not say that. Paul. Oh my on. god. Please just Google what him. The hell? He's in everything, Abby. Okay, I do know his face. I'm sorry. No. But oh my right. you can't not love Paul Rudd. Are you serious? Okay, but like I feel like the first time I fell in love with Paul Rudd was when I watched um Clueless I, as a child. Mm. He's like the his, brother or like the brother in law. I, I Googled Paul Rudd and like the people also ask, what is Paul Rudd? Oh shit. Most famous for. And then the next one is, is Paul Rudd vegetarian? If you're wondering, he's not. Okay. Well, I'm glad that we know that. I, I, I do have to say, I, I didn't know who Paul Rudd when I said that was, but I feel like if I have to guess, he's probably not that hot. He's Ant-Man. Who? <laughs> She's not going to know that. <laughs> Ant-Man? just think it's funny no i just googled him because i actually don't know him from that obviously like i know him more from like this is 40 and clueless and like the rom-coms but like it's just funny because he's ant-man like ant-man is the sexiest man alive (laughs) also like he is so like so i think i think that sexiest man alive like my personal thoughts are that it's more of like a mindset like or like Like more of a and like a whole like Yes, and yeah, je ne sais quoi, and like everything, like he's fun. Like Paul Rudd, I think of him as like he's sweet and funny and smart, and like he's in all these like rom coms and like 
people love him. He's just like a likable guy, which is what makes him the sexiest man alive. Cause I feel like if he just went off of genuinely just looks, it'd be like a model or like something stupid. But like, where were they, where were they going with Dwayne The Rock Johnson? <laughs> like, I just. Where were they going? I just don't know. I just think it's a bunch of hocus pocus. I do think that Michael B. Jordan's probably the, the like, just looks wise, probably the hottest on the list. David, like Blake Shelton, he's cute. I wouldn't say he's just the, cause he was, Blake Shelton was 2017. I'd say he was cute. Not the hottest man alive, but like, but Blake Shelton, great personality. So I feel like that's probably part of it. I think David, David Beckham, Beckham, I could yeah. see from 2015. I feel like that was like the vibe. 2019, John Legend. I feel like John Legend's good looking. Is that Chrissy Teigen's husband? Yes. Mm. Um, who is I, Idris Elba? Idris Elba. Yeah, who's that? He's, um, I mean, you Idris. probably know him as like the Idris. other manager in the office. The He's also a DJ. I have no idea who this guy is. Oh, okay. Yes. I feel like he's good looking. I don't know. I'd like to know oh, who decides. Is. But I don't know anything that he's in. Beast, Luther, 3,000 years. It's not ringing any bells. Do you watch The Office? Mm-mm. Oh, well. No. Mm -mm. When in doubt, assume the answer is no. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Whatever. Congrats, Chris Evans. He's really excited to tell his mom. So I think that's really cute. Um, I mean, he's, he's Massachusetts too. He is Captain America. Oh God, I feel like Captain America being the sexiest man alive makes sense. He's the Boston baddie. I really thought that what's his name, like Harry Styles or like Ugh. Timothy Chalamet would win. I don't know if I think sexiest man alive for Harry Styles. I know I say that, and like all like the freaking people that love him, Stylinators will come style after you. Stylinators? No, I made that. Stylers. Up. The Stylers. <laughs> Are they the Stylers? I, think, so. I think here's the thing with Harry Styles. I think he's cute. Like I see him and I'm like cute. Um, I don't see like sexy. You want to know what I started and didn't finish? Um, don't worry, darling. Oh, is it good? I want to watch it. Um, yes. Okay. I mean, I can't say. For Wait, certain. how did you start it but not finish it? Because it was like it's like over two hours and like it. I don't know. So obviously I'm it wasn't intrigued. very good. <laughs> I'm intrigued. Who watches like, so you just watched like 45 minutes of the movie. No, I watched like, an hour. And you were like, all right, like I could probably keep going, but I'm just going to stop. That tells me it's a bad movie. No, I want to know what's out there. Okay. I'm going to finish it because I want to know what's out there. What's out there? You just have to watch. Oh my I want to know what's out there. I want to know what they're working on, but I'll never know unless I finish it. But it, it makes me want to finish it. I just like felt. I just felt like I was a little bit tired and wasn't good enough for me to like lose sleep over. Okay. So it was like late at night and it wasn't like the episode. It was of like last night. Okay. <laughs> so it wasn't like the episode of scandal that I watched last night that kept me up till midnight and made me sleep through two alarms. Oh my God. No, I love scandal. I could just keep watching it. <laughs> okay. Well, any hoozles, any hoozles. Vogue is suing Drake and 21 Savage for $4 million after the duo created fake issues of Vogue with themselves on the cover to promote their new album, Her Loss. Every time I see their new album, Her Loss, I think it says hair loss. I Me can't too. get it out of my head. I'm like, why is Literally. Drake making an album called Hair Loss? Like, what is wrong with Drake? I know. But I, I almost just slipped. Did they on not that. think of that? Hair loss? It's like we both thought that. Hair, I know. Her loss. Hair, hair loss. loss. Hair loss. Hair, hair loss. 
Um, that's, Why are they suing them? Because they literally like, I'm not kidding. Google it if you haven't seen it. I mean, does it look like very legit? I don't know. I've never really seen a Vogue in person, but like probably Google it. It's like in black and white. It looks dope. It's honestly like a really great promo for them. Um, But the copies of the magazine went viral on social media. Fake posters were put up in New York and issues were handed out on the streets in Miami, Atlanta, LA. Oh, it looks very legit. Right? It's dope. But um, what I think was... Wait, so basically like this was... Just so I understand. So just like we go to like a newsstand to get a uh, magazine, as I often do, (laughs) um, there was literally like these Vogue magazines. I don't think so. I think like Drake fans probably, I mean, I don't know. Like, is it a real magazine or is it just like a cover? There's like stuff in it. There's stuff in it? But it's not like a real magazine. So, but they were like lying around as if they could be real magazines. So that's why Vogue got mad because they were kind of like literally posted, like posing as so their like, magazine. Drake, this is what I think was like kind of going too far, but he tweeted with like the cover image Me and my brother on newsstands tomorrow. Thanks at Vogue magazine and Anna Wintour for the love and support on this historic moment. Oh. Like if he didn't do that, I mean, it definitely would have gotten back to her and them but like that was just kind of stupid on his part i think it's iconic though because think about it like it is people are like he's like getting <clears throat> he's like tapping into everyone his audience her audience she's they knew they were probably gonna get sued but they're like the amount of money they're gonna make oh yeah what's matter. four million dollars to drake he's probably like all right i kind of like that it's like real advertising Real? Just like all bets are off. Yeah. I don't know. It's just like you're going out there, you're being rogue, like you're doing something that you know is going to get you sued, but you're like, whatever. Yeah, I a source cool. literally told Page Six, they're like, yeah, Drake isn't worried. And I'm like, well, no shit, he's not worried. His out, al- I mean, did you listen to it? No. Me neither. Uh, no, that's not true. I listened to like one or two songs. Oh, wait, like the most recent album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I've listened. I haven't listened to the whole thing. But we were listening to old school Drake at our little dinner party. At our dinner party. And it was so like old school Drake slaps. I'm I've sorry. been saying this for years. People don't like, I feel like people don't take a second to realize how many bangers Drake has put out. Bangers. Just bangers. bangers. And like people listen to the music now and they're like, yeah, like Drake's album's so good. I'm like, bitch, you don't know good. Like <laughs> listen to Drake 10 years ago. It was so good. Every single like, I may be too strong out a couple of minutes over it. Like so freaking good. It's so good. You're listening to it. You're in the car. You're, I'm like, I, I'm thinking about it. I'm fired up. Freshman year, that whatever album that was, I think it was the one with the cloud, like him in the clouds uh, yeah. album cover. I think that was it. That one really got me through some times, like really gave me confidence. Yeah. And I'm like, no one else can give me confidence through music. Yeah. Like started not to give a fuck. Stop you're in the concert. Like I want to run through a wall when I listen to him. Yeah. Even the, in the beat, best way. Even the beat of that song. I know. Like, it's so good. Wow. I wish I could go to an old school Drake concert, which is why I think the Taylor Swift concert is going to be so good. It's gonna be literally everything. I know. I, I wish Drake, Drake, if you're listening, because I know that you listen every single week. Do, do a concert eras. with like your old music, but not your new. Music. 
<laughs> just kidding. You can put like a few of the good stuff. I would pay to see that. I would too. How, who, who how would much it? money would you pay for so, a ticket? Like, no, but like realistically. $500. Oh, that's it? But like, what do you mean? I'm not going to pay like <laughs> two grand to see Drake. But there are people paying two grand to see Taylor Swift. That's insane. There should never be two. Dude, you, the Swifties you are insane. You shouldn't have to pay $2,000 to see someone. Unless it's a therapist. <laughs> Unless <laughs> it's a therapist. No, fuck that. I mean, like, over time. Like, maybe not oh. lump sum. Oh, I was going to say, 2000 for one freaking... Mm. Better be a really good therapy session. I better have all my childhood trauma worked out after that one. Oh, God. Well, they basically sent a cease and desist, demanding that Drake and his team stop the unauthorized use of the Vogue trademark by oh removing God. the Instagram posts and seizing any distribution of this magazine and issuing a public statement clarifying that this was not oh an actual Oh, my God. Are cover. they like actually serious? It's probably the most publicity Vogue's gotten in years. They right? can grow up. I know. I don't also, know. Also, like, what What do you mean? Like, it would be an honor and a privilege to have Drake on the cover of your magazine. An honor and a privilege. I'd say that more than Kendall Jenner. I know. I agree. I'd rather, I'd rather Drake up there, too. But, yeah. Anyways, that's it for Drunk Deeds. I know we just talked about Thanksgiving, but I'm really excited for Friendsgiving. Um, it's going to be crazy. Yeah. So, if you guys are new here... Subscribe while you're here. But um, usually in past years, we go to Michael's Lake House with about 25 to 30 of our closest friends. Of our closest friends. And we just have a grand old time for the whole weekend. It's usually like a two night thing. Mm. We don't leave the house. We're in our comfy clothes. We cook. We, we bake. Cook. There's a fire outside. We pluck the hairs off the turkey. No, just kidding. We don't do that. We remove the giblets. It's a grand old time. I love a good tradition. Um, but this year, too many people are getting significant others. So our friend group is getting bigger and bigger, which I love. But unfortunately, um, we cannot accommodate that many people on our own. Yeah. So so we're renting the top floor of my building. And mm -hmm. we're going to have, like, it's cool because up there, there's like a kitchen and like a like dining room and everything. We're literally like renting folding chairs and tables and like all of this crazy stuff. We're getting like all catered. this like food catered in. We're still gonna make like sides, but it's gonna be like pretty intense. We're gonna do that all day. We're gonna bake and cook and eat and then we're gonna go to the grand. And oh, I'm just like, the what bake is off. Oh, there's a bake off. We have we a bake off every bake year. Off. That's gonna be fun. I would like to be a judge again. Yeah, but like, did you like anything last year? Like, was I, I a judge last year? Where are you or was it two years ago? I was two years every ago. Every year we have like we have like a judge like you who like and or Bianca who like doesn't really eat anything. So you have like a bite and you're like, it's fine. And then there's like, you know, our guy friends who w drink way too much beer and they're like trying to judge, but there's like downing all the food and like can't well, really Mr. Man's a tough critic too. He is tough. I don't know, but I'm excited. We have some people from out of state coming to join us. Gabrielle is one of them. Um, I think at this point in our life, like if we don't do this every year until the day that we die, like what's the point of living? I was actually thinking that. So I think I started doing a Friendsgiving when I was in college um, because obviously we'd all go home for the holidays. So we were like, let's do a little like thing. So I like made my first turkey and I was like, I think like a junior in college and I got my first kitchen. That's impressive. Which I thought is kind of domestic for me considering how <laughs> everything else turned out. But like I was thinking about this the other day and I was like, is there a point in which Friendsgivings you're supposed to stop? Because I feel like a lot of times it's like you started in college because 
you do it before you go home for the holidays. And then you get older and you're doing it in your 20s. But then like eventually when people get like married and they have their own families, do they still have Friendsgivings? Because I don't want ours to stop. Like I want to keep doing it forever. I've seen like cute videos on TikTok of like people doing like get togethers with all their babies. Okay. So like even when they have their own families, they still have a Friendsgiving. Yeah. I want that. I don't want to get to a point in my life. Like we talked about growing up. I'm fine getting older, but I don't want to grow up. Like out of like what we have with our friends. I don't want like getting married and having kids like make that, like make us be lame. To change anything. Yeah. Like I still want to have our dinner parties. And if there's like a bunch of like, you know, bratty kids like running all over the place with like sugar all over their face, like so be it. But I still want to have my dinner party. Like there's some things I don't want to sacrifice. I mean, we could hire a nanny True. for the night True. like or like two nannies to watch like i don't know however many kids are five to ten yeah five to ten between us oh for our friends giving i thought you meant for you and i i was no. like i was like i don't think we're gonna be producing ten children between the five two each. of us five each no i'd rather die <laughs> you can do six i'll do like four Absolutely um not. <laughs> honestly though it's so weird to think about like even okay so Friendsgiving, that's not going anywhere. But even if as we get into the holidays and Christmas and everything like that. So are we at the age where you, like, do you get your friends gifts? Um, In this economy? No. In right? this recession? No. I don't. It's such a weird. I, I'm a gift enough. I, Our friendship is a gift. It is. You've gotten me gifts before. I've gotten you gifts before. It's always awkward because. I think with friends, it's it's a delicate line. You get you get gifts to your family. You you get gifts for your significant other if you have one. You get gifts for, like you know, cousins, family members, like things like that, which is already really expensive. As you get older, though, it increases because then you start getting gifts for like your in laws or your future in laws, which makes sense. And then if you have children, you're getting them gifts for your friends. Like you don't want to be the person where if your friend gets you a gift and you don't have one back, that's awkward. But you also can't get one for all your friends. Things are so freaking expensive. It is. I think that birthdays are fine because it's spread out. Like your friends don't all have the same birthday. But to expect like gifts from all of your friends for Christmas, I think that's weird. I, I think, you know, at least I can only speak for myself. Like unless I like really like, for instance, like, I got us one time matching sweatsuits because I really wanted to. Like yeah. I genuinely wanted to and I yeah. expected nothing in return. And I think that's how it should be. Like I don't think there should be like this weird like expectation for like the season of gift giving to yeah. be a transaction. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, I'm only going to get you something if you get me something, you know? I agree with you. Like it shouldn't be an expectation. And I think this is a PSA to everyone that if you're not adulting, like if you show up to someone's house empty handed, that's like a no, no. Yeah. Show up with a bottle of wine. If someone's like hosting, I do think though, like, especially during the holidays, like the least you can do is like come with like either like dessert or bread or bread. a bottle of wine, something. A can of corn. <laughs> Or even like, a, yeah, corn, <laughs> a can um, of corn, a candle, something small, just like as a token of your appreciation. But like, it doesn't need to be like this whole big thing. You're right. I do think like bringing something if someone's hosting you is the yeah. right thing to do because it does get it can get to be a lot for friends. I just think we would like like in college. I think you get your close friends gifts. I don't really remember. I think I did, but like mid twenty, like early to mid twenties, you're not because everyone's broke. But now I'm at a stage where I'm like, are we? Adults, because sometimes my parents get their friends gifts. So I'm like, do I do that? But I think we're good to just like 
push it back a few more years. Also, just this time of the year is so expensive in general. Like I've been literally yeah. thinking lately, it's everything at once. It's the holiday party dress and how expensive that's gonna be. And then it's the weddings and I have to buy like a dress for the weddings and then you give money to people and then you pay for the hotel room for the wedding that you're going to and then it's holiday travel and then holiday events and all the, it, it all adds up. Getting your hair done, getting your makeup done, getting all the shit Nails. done all the time. Nails. It all adds up. Spray tans. It's insane. I think if you want to do like gift giving with your friends, I think you all have to like decide to do like a, Secret Santa or like what are the what are the other thing called make Yankee it, Swap? Make it bake it so it'll grow. What the fuck is that? <laughs> what so did like you just say? Bake it, fake it, make it, grow it, sew it, bow it. My my what? family. I don't know. Maybe they made this up. No, it has to be a thing. They were Never. like guys. Like this year, let's do. It's like two years ago, my mom and like my aunt to like me and my cousins and my sister. They're like, this year, let's do like make it, bake it, sew it or grow it. So you like, make so we it, do bake it, sew it or grow it. Yeah, so we That's do, when you do Secret Santa's, you pull a name out of a hat, but instead of buying them something, you either have to make it or bake it or sew it or grow it. And it can't be marijuana. Oh, but wait, do people bake things as a gift? Like, cookies? well, that's like the point. Like the whole family does this so that like no, not everyone has to spend like a ton of money. So like okay. if I get my cousin Kayla, like I'm baking her like a bunt cake instead of like spending $50 on something at the store. I think if I, I mean, you're a good baker, but like <laughs> if I like baked someone you can some choose, cookies. But you can no, choose out I of those know. categories. You can do no, whatever you want. But me And the thought is like you put work into it and like time and care and love instead of like, instead of spending a bunch of money on something. Can I buy a plan and pretend that I grew it? Yeah, yeah, that totally. Make it, just picture me making <laughs> like a scarf. You could like grow grow like a like a flower and give it to me. Um I bought flowers from Home Depot to put on like our balcony, one on each corner and they died in like a week. Okay. So maybe yeah. you can't do that. Maybe you no. can't do any of those things. No, I'd make buy a it, plant pretend bake I bake it. So but make it could be like let's say you made me like a schedule for something. Like you made like okay. utilize your I have talents. to think outside the box. Yeah, like you're 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 too in like you're you're, in the you're living in the box too much. <laughs> you need to be the outside the no, box. No, I love the idea. I just am not creative. I always told my mom, I was like, we will never do that. And now I'm like in damn desperate times, maybe I maybe I'll start doing it. I that. mean, that's what my nana she always would sew us things. I'm gonna start doing this with Michael. Hey babe, <laughs> this year for Christmas, make it bake it so it's do you, okay, do you Michael's like it? watering me like a sunflower <laughs> for Christmas. You could get, I would, oh no, it's not growing it. You usually buy like a lemon tree. Like I would fuck with a lemon tree. Yeah, yeah, but wouldn't that take like years? I don't know. No, oh. you can get them inside. Okay. Like like in a pot Oh, and it lives inside. It I've lives inside them. the pot. Like Indoors. For, forever. Yeah, I guess. I don't That's know. That's cute. Do you set a budget for gifts? For Christmas with like your significant Michael other. and I have in the past and then we haven't. <clears throat> I recommend doing it. Yeah. Just n not even for like, oh, like what if he gets you something more expensive? I think Michael and I are both people that were like, we're very like <clears throat> kind of like eccentric and like I'll see something. I'm like, oh my gosh, he has to have this. And like a month later, I'm like, oh my gosh, he has to have this too. And all of a sudden he has all this crazy shit. And like he does the same stuff for me. But it's like, we really shouldn't be spending that much money on each other. What's the point? We have right. all these other things going on. So I think setting a budget, like it's not even about like the emotions. Cause I know that like 
he loves me and he's so sweet. Like I, it's genuinely about the money. Like, Hey, why don't we save money and just like get each other a cute gift or like bake each other something (laughs) or like just do something like meaningful. Like I would, if I knew, so I always think of this story, my mom, my dad always got this, my mom, like these really nice gifts every single year. Like so sweet. She loved them. My mom's like the best person to get presents for. You could get her like a sock and she'll like jump up and down, like Aww. just very excited. And I, I love getting her things cause like she lights up. But anyways, this one year he built her this birdhouse. She started Stop. sobbing. Like I I've never sob. seen her like this because like she knew how much effort he put into it, which that's more meaningful. Like I want that. That's adorable. That's cute. You I know? cannot build to save my life, right? but I'd buy a birdhouse and pretend I made okay, it. Okay, yeah, and then pretend you made it. Yeah. mystery man uh-huh. and he totally know that I, like you you made it yourself absolutely i think though setting a budget with your significant other is smart because i would feel weird and uncomfortable if i spent x amount of money and they spent x amount of money and like one of them was significantly different yeah you know i think just save yourself the trouble the awkwardness also like the guilt. it depends on where you're at in the relationship like if you just started dating the person i think you're right like the awkwardness is there like michael and i we've been together for eight years there's no like awkwardness like if he spent less than me i wouldn't be like pissed because i wouldn't be like does this mean he doesn't love me but if we were six months into our relationship i might think that like if i got him a <laughs> like if i got him this really nice expensive present that i thought about for like years or for months and like got it custom made for him and it was really expensive and then he got me like a a book bandana or like (laughs) or a book that wasn't like a nice book or like a first edition book or something it was just like a book i'd probably be really hurt because i'd take that as a symbol of like does he not care about me because he didn't put effort into it so i do think if you're like newer in the relationship you probably should like have that combo i also just like feel uncomfortable when people spend like a lot of money on me so i would never want yeah mystery man to like think that in order to make me happy i need like expensive items yeah I mean, they're appreciated. I'm also a big fan of like the surprise, like. Yeah, surprise me gifts. Yes. Like, I just think, so two months ago, I was having like a really, really bad week. I don't know why. I think it was just like in my feels, just like classic seasonal depression, just rearing its ugly head. We could probably circle back to an episode where you said it. Yeah. And I remember just like. I got to my desk and there was just like flowers there. And I remember being like wicked confused. I was like, why do I have flowers? Like, did I like get promoted and I don't know about it? Like, (laughs) did something good happen? I don't know about like, is it Christmas? Is it my birthday? I don't know. And like the, it just said, I love you from Michael. And he just gently, I was like, why'd you give me flowers? And he was like, oh, you're just having a bad day. Like I'd almost rather that than like a Christmas present. Michael, if you're yeah. listening, I still want a Christmas present. <laughs> but like, but you know what I mean? Like, I'd rather that than like flowers on Valentine's Day because there's no expectation. Like, I want you to do something because you want to do it. Yeah, like, that's at the biggest thing. H&M the other day and I was like shopping for myself, obviously. And, but I saw the sweatshirt that was like so cute. And I was like, this is perfect for Michael. And I just gave it to him because it reminded me of him and I want him to have it. Like, it shouldn't be like, oh, I have to get you something because it's Christmas. It's like, right. I want to do something, not because of the money, but because I love you and I want to do something. I think if you're doing cute things throughout the year, you don't feel the need to like splurge at Christmas. True. Like if you don't, if you're not like being considerate to your significant other and like if your boyfriend is like, never does anything, never has time for you and just, you know, sister watching football all day and like doesn't really speak to you. But then on Christmas, he gets you a present. There might be like more intensity around it i guess yeah i don't know 
But gift giving is not everyone's love language. True. It's and it shouldn't be. Mm. Everyone's. Like it'd be a bit aggressive. I'd be lying if I said I don't love a good gift. No, I know. But everyone's can't be. No, definitely not. <laughs> Mr. Man is definitely a gift receiver. He is. Yeah, well, you know him. He loves to shop. He loves to shop. He loves new new things. He loves newness. He likes having Thank things. God he hasn't gotten He likes me. when things are about him a little bit. Yeah. Like, well, that's Leo in him. <laughs> But Go we all like Leo. that too. Um, yeah, no, I like I like gifts for sure. I don't know what I'm asking for this year, but that doesn't matter. Speaking of money and how we have no money, I feel like the only people that seem to have money these days are the freaking brands that are literally flying these influencers all over the world. And it's not like a once or twice, like twice, like did you go on the Revolve trip thing? It's like every time I bat bat an eye. Bad an eye, bad an eyelash, blink. What am I trying bad to say? Eye. Bad an eye. There's like some insane over the top trip happening. And I'm like, what is what is the meaning of this? Like read the room. Yeah, okay, so I thought that I was on TikTok the other day and there was this cute video of like all these girls on this trip. I know. And we were sending it to each other. We were like, so cute. I had no idea it was a brand deal trip. Everything is a brand trip. So Aloe Yoga literally flew out a bunch of influencers from wherever, LA, all, all around, I have no idea, to Aspen via private jet. And I'm like, what the hell is going on? Like these outrageous brand trips. I mean, I'm jealous, 1,000%. Yeah, like Aloe, if you want to, like we say that, but I'm like, if you want to take us next time, we'll go. Like we'll be there. But like, but, it's just like so hard to wrap my brain around like these influencers are no better than we are right no better than we are well i mean they they're just it's normal. like their full-time job so yeah. they're like definitely putting a lot of effort in so i don't even blame them for it no not at all but like the fact that like people get to go on these luxurious trips get spoiled rotten just to like post in yeah. a pair of leggings yeah it's it's mind blowing. Like I feel like these uh whatever like brands, like I mean Aloe Yoga, like if you have the money to do this, like do that, great. But like just set up a normal photo shoot and like what like what's the need to go to Aspen? You can Photoshop anything. And I yeah. feel like they're getting so much hate right now because I mean, I don't really know much about Aloe Yoga, but they I guess claim to be a sustainable company whatever and so everyone's giving them shit for you know the private jets for the private jets but then i mean uh, the other half of it is you know your customers are facing a recession like it's kind of tone, tone deaf. deaf that's like my bigger issue i honestly don't even really necessarily blame the influencers because as much as like yes i agree like you're going out there to like post i do think they like I've seen, like I was watching some video the other day where they actually like map out like some of these influencers like in order to get these keep get and keep these brand deals they really have to put like a ton of effort into like constantly posting and like it's constant stress it doesn't matter if they're like having a bad day or a bad week or whatever so I think they're working for it I don't blame them for taking advantage of it I actually think it's the companies I have an issue with like Revolve you're you're spending millions and millions of dollars to filed all these influencers all over the world and take them to these like exotic vacations so they can just like post in your clothes just dumping money 
just so it looks cool for content. Meanwhile, you don't pay your workers sufficient funds who are making the clothes. It's just so disgusting to me mm -hmm. to the level where like, I don't even want to support these companies anymore. Like, I don't even know what to do. I'm like, this isn't like fun for me. When I saw that TikTok with a bunch of girls on an Aspen trip, I really thought it was cute because I was yeah. like, oh my gosh, it's a group of girls and they're like in Aspen and they're like wearing cute outfits. Like, I actually thought it was cute. When I found out it was a brand trip, instantly all that went away. Cause I was like, oh, so these people probably aren't even friends. They're probably all staged. They were flown out there. It was shallow, hollow. They probably didn't even like go skiing or have any fun. They probably flew out for the day and flew home all for the photo shoot. And it just kind of like ruined the like mystique of the whole thing. Cause at first I was like, oh my God, they probably went skiing together and then probably like went to the spa and like went in the hot tub and like probably had like such a fun time. Like when you watch TikTok, you like imagine things and then you're like, wait, no, it it's was all reality. completely staged which is way less cool to me, I think. So I don't know why they're like dumping all this money on it. Clearly it's working because like fast fashion is insane right now. Consumerism is off the charts. No one has any money, but we're all spending all of our money on clothes. Mm. But it's just really like kind of just, it's getting disturbing. And I wonder if like eventually we're gonna see a shift where it gets to the point where like these brands are like, all right, this isn't really working anymore because it's pissing so many people off and they keep doing it. Well, I think like there are people that are pissed and there are people that are pissed and will continue buying. Yeah. Like at the end of the day, they don't care. They like the product. I feel like it takes a certain level of self-control to actually not buy. Yeah. To stop. Cause like you, you have to practice what you preach. I feel like a lot of people don't. Um, I've never purchased anything from Aloe, but not saying I wouldn't like, I mean, they claim to be sweatshop free and eco aware, but it's like, what does that even mean? I don't like, even know what eco aware what is, means. You you're can be aware, aware. You're aware of it. Does that mean that you're like, what are you doing about it? But you're just aware. Like, aren't we all a little aware? <laughs> you or, hope. I, I don't know. Make, maybe not. Maybe some of us are genuinely not aware. <laughs> I don't know what that means. Are they aware that they're unaware? Are they aware that they're unaware? It is genius. Like you basically have these people that are willing to just like, who have millions of followers, millions of people, girls, young girls, will, who will buy any product that you tell them to buy because you're just like a pretty influencer. And then you just go and you cater to them and keep these influencers happy so they keep pushing your products and it's making you so much money. So like, I get the business model behind it. I just feel like it's, it's gonna reach a peak where I'm like, I'm starting to not be bought in. I'm starting to see stuff and I'm like, eh. Like everything that influencers post these days is all sponsored to the point where I'm like, not that I don't believe them, but I'm like, it's all just so like superficial and it makes me like it less. I don't know. Well, one thing I'd like to flag is the TikTok <laughs> that you sent me. This girl has 85,000 followers on TikTok and 133,000 subscribers on YouTube. And I'm like, that's 85,000. Like that is a lot of people, but it makes me feel like it's more attainable than you think. Yeah. So I guess the flip side of this argument is if you want to be an influencer, you should do it. You should shoot for the stars and go on all these brown trips. Cause I mean, I guess it is cool. I think that, I think that we aren't truly aware of like how much money these companies have to blow. Yeah. And now that they're not spending it on like the normal commercial, like back in the day, like, or I don't know. I mean, people still like do publications and magazines to post, but like who reads magazines? Anyway? I don't know how magazines are still in business. I have no idea. I really like, don't. I don't know why Vogue cares. <laughs> 
Yeah, no big deal. But like, I think this is our future. I don't think it's going to go away. I think if anything, like- It'll get worse. Yeah, I think brands are realizing that they can just put all their money into influencers and that's all they need. That's a it's, really it's, good point actually. Cause like the they're taking way. their like advertising budget and they're just dumping it on these people. Yeah. And that's their advert advertisement. It does make sense. Yeah, like it's just like a bit exhausting. They <laughs> on my end, I'm exhausted. Like they just have to charter one private jet. That's, I mean, oh, just a PJ. 50, I mean, depending on where you're going, like you might spend fifty to without a hundred thousand round trip, yeah. maybe a little bit more. Pocket change. Then you're, you know, doing a weekend, so you're doing maybe two to three nights of a hotel buyout. Like realistically, like they're probably not spending. I mean, they're definitely spending a shit ton of money, but like in the grand scheme, you know, you're doing this maybe, I don't know how often, I I imagine like once a quarter. Right. Because like they probably have like different launches, but they're not having a new launch every week. Right. They're not doing these brand trips every week. So it's really probably costing them not as much as we think. Right. It just like seems like a lot of money. Because for the average person, like to go to Aspen, like that's on my bucket list. Like it's an extremely expensive place to visit so the average person looking at this is like oh my god wow like that's so cool that they get to do this like blah 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 but it's like to the company it's like eh. right that's what's, a good point what's a couple hundred thousand? i also always wonder because like the influencers post their brand trips i wonder how like luxurious they actually are like i wonder if it's more like you get there at midnight you wake up at the ass crack of, crack of dawn to take pictures all day long like you'd barely get fed like i wonder no <laughs> i wonder what it's i know they post it and make it look lovely but i wonder what it's actually like do you know the new tiktok it girl um her uh, name's alex no a uh, i don't know it's a L I X last name E A R L E. I don't know how to say that. Um, she's like really the, like the new it girl on TikTok, and she just posted like a brand trip, her first ever that she went on to somewhere in Florida. She lives in Miami. She goes to school in Miami. Somewhere in Florida, they took her, like a bunch of influencers to Tarte. And yeah. she posted like behind the scenes of it, like her time there. And it really does look like something i want to be a part of okay so that's <laughs> like see, sick lucky girl era we'll be a part of it i know after we're just shit talking it for a while while i'm at it i'm also canceling revolve um i on account of the fact that i can't find a single holiday party dress i just that's cute at all like literally i'm i'm literally sitting here and i'm like take my money please and i cannot find anything to spend my money on i so just I'm bought like two days ago i bought what i'm gonna wear to my holiday party oh guess where it's from Revolve. Nope, you'll never guess. Meshki. I have no idea what that is. Just do something random out there. <laughs> Fashion yes. Nova. Nope. Banana I don't, Republic. No. Yeah. Oh, okay. I Very like, like classy of me. Very classy of you. I know. So you should check them out. I All feel right. like I'm really an adult. So Revolve is out. Banana Republic is in. Mm -hmm. And that is all we had for you this week, baddies. <laughs> Thank you for tuning in to another episode. If you want to come back, make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating and review on Apple. It really means the world to us. And in return, we will gift you the private Facebook group. 
new friends, things to do in the Boston area, over 7,000 girls waiting to be friends with you. Make the most out of it. Join it. It's the Boston Baddies Drinks After Work Facebook group, which is linked in our IG bio. Love you, bodies. See you next, See you next week. week. Bye.